right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Hey, Monica. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I am really loving your new and improved space. Oh, you mean our podcast recording zone? Yeah, Monica got to some spring cleaning uh, in the last since I've been here last in the mm-hmm, last week, mm-hmm. and she's kind of transformed her zone just by flip flopping two tables around. Yeah, I didn't get anything new. All I did was move one desk to where the table was, and I moved the table where the desk was, and it suddenly feels like a huge breath of fresh air entered the crafting space. It did. So we're sitting in this kind of new position. We're facing each other where before we kind of had these like awkward, like, yeah, side chair, side chair shoulders. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm glad you like the space. It was a really good time to swish things around a little bit. It feels really good. Mm -hmm. It does. I like looking at you. As creepy as that sounds. (laughs) Hey. Hi. Eye contact. It's an important part of every conversation. It is. Yeah. So especially when you talk in voices like this. And maintain eye contact. Yeah. Not eye contact. We're not awkward. Don't break it. Don't do that. (laughs) So we're having fun, if you couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. Um, because that's what we do. And we're we're anticipating a super fantastic fantasy weekend. We are. We are going to the Shearwood Forest Renaissance Festival east of Austin this upcoming weekend. Mm -hmm. And while that might sound slightly dare I say, nerdy to Mm. some listeners. I don't even get those people. They're probably not listening. They're probably not. No, Those people aren't. Yeah. We have a tradition of going to the Renaissance Festival. There's a huge one near Houston in the fall, and it's gotten pretty commercialized and big since we started going. Which was like 11, 12 years ago now. That's so wild. We've been fairies and dragon, owl and a rare bird. We were barbarians. The one in Houston has themes. So often we would go during the theme. So they have a fantasy theme. Um, they have a barbarian. The Romans. Mm-hmm. Roman theme. A Bavarian. So we were beer girls for the Bavarian weekend. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you might have just heard, we get really involved. We have uh, character voices. Right. More than just the costume for the physical body, we try to embody their whole personality. Yes. I can't say anything other than it's just so fun. You might have experienced this like on Halloween or maybe if you're not a big Halloween costumer these days, maybe you remember dressing up like a fairy princess or like Superman when you were young and how that really like allowed you to change, you know, it allowed you to change or who you are. if you, when you were a youngster, maybe same example, like getting on a sports team and at practice is one thing you're fun having fun out on the court or the field but when you put on your uniform and it was time to go out there and you just felt like yeah I'm a I'm a soccer player I can do this I got this there's that whole change in mentality of this transformation of a mindset that it Mm -hmm. is possible as a nurse I sometimes can even feel that when I put my scrubs on or um, another example of that kind of like shifting uh, would be like this year 
I got married. So when I'm, you know, when I'm the bride dressed in white and mm-hmm. I have my hair done and the professional makeup, I am feeling snazzy. Maybe you put on a tuxedo or you've gone to one of a masquerade or something like that. You know, all these different things allow us to really embody a different form of ourselves. Mm-hmm tap into that maybe imagination, that arsenal of alter egos that we all have, these possible creatures that could come out of us <laughs> to be in the working world or to be in our fantasy world or whatever type of environment where, I mean, you're really playing roles all the time. You are. Regardless of putting on a costume or a, a different type of accent. And that's why I think they say, you know, what hat are you wearing? Are you wearing your mom hat or your friend hat or your wife hat or husband hat you know there's all these different hats we wear and we're not physically wearing those hats but there's a reason that saying is there because we do have a lot of different sides of our personality and those can kind of come out sometimes they can surprise us sometimes those personalities come out and you're like where'd that come from Mm -hmm. put her away or I want to see more of her she was fun yeah she really let me get out and be creative or get out of my shell Mm -hmm. those different types of characters yeah so this year we're going to the Sherwood Forest uh, Renaissance Festival which is smaller and it's in the springtime we've been to it only once right Mm -hmm. I think so it's a really great relatively kind of a smaller community more people participate in this dress-up world that like that we like to do and we kind of threw it on ourselves last minute didn't have enough time to we normally get really creative and crafty with our costumes and so since we've already done that playful uh, activity over the course of our years we have two bins full of costume garb each where there are (laughs) all of these characters we've I'm looking at it right now in our craft room. It's layered. I can see the rare bird and I can see the fairy wing tip with pearls and I can see the fur at the bottom and there's all of these different pieces <laughs> that after this episode, we're going to mash up our characters and create a whole new transformed creature. creature. <laughs> yeah, we are going to make a total mashup creature. We can't wait to see what kind of uh, playful insanity develops yeah that's gonna gonna be be really fun really great i can't wait to see what happens and to go and put those Mm -hmm. different pieces of all of our characters i wonder if we'll like pull some of the personalities of each character in that will be interesting (laughs) we hadn't really thought about the mashup of the personalities oh that is funny one of the funniest i think for us um because typically you go and at the renaissance festival everyone's kind of speaking in this english accent and everyone's a lady and a lord and Mm -hmm. you kind of get this fun thing how may i help thee right (laughs) but one of our funnier characters for me and i think monica had the same experience when we were barbarians we decided we had to be very fierce Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we weren't allowed to smile and our characters were quite mm, attractive is the best word i can come up with right now we played our roles well we did um barbarians had little to work with in terms of like material and you know and in the time of them building their actual outfit for the day i mean furs and skins lots of skin a little bit of bone (laughs) bones oh wow okay Oh, but yeah, so these barbarian babes, they were fierce. They didn't smile very much and they got a lot of comments. And so every time somebody would, you know, make a comment, we just kind of, we, we did not normally say thank you or whatever, but yeah, we did a lot of grunting, a lot of like, I don't know. Scowling. 
a lot of resting bitch face was held. It was tough. Yeah, it was. It was hard for us because that's, as you guys have might been listening and know our personalities by now, we're usually kind of silly. Yeah. It was also, we were quite silly during the day, during the whole time. I mean, I Very guess. Very silly. I guess well, I don't you could know. say we were silly. <laughs> I can't imagine that. So really getting in a mindset of possibility is what we're doing this evening, thinking about what could we become? If the earth is able, April showers bring May flowers. If the earth is able to transform itself right now with all of the rain, the new plants are emerging, it's shedding its old skin of the winter, all of the dead leaves are, you know, Going to the side, composting. Mm -hmm. The earth is allowing itself to transform with no judgment. It's not worrying about what it was in the wintertime or who it's going to be in the summer. It's just doing its thing. It's like, oh, here I am. I'm going to bloom now. That's Mm -hmm. It's my time to bloom, to shine. Mm -hmm. So if we are allowed ourselves that same permission, Mm -hmm. that freedom to evolve or turn into some new version of ourselves that is... We should allow ourselves to let go of who we thought we were yesterday, let go of the person. Monica, I'm I'm honestly quoting her right now because she says this at the beginning of every yoga class, that you need to put away your conversations that you had earlier to allow, just tell me how you tell me. Okay, I'll go there. I'll say that we, uh, we let go of wherever we were right before this, and we put aside whatever we're excited about that's going to come after this, and we give ourselves permission to be here now. And we let go of any expectations of ourselves or others. We let go of judgment of ourselves or others, and we let go of comparisons, the way that we compare ourselves to others and the way that we compare ourselves to who we once were or who we hope to be. Hmm. I had to do that with my eyes closed. She's good at that, right? (laughs) She closed her eyes and she just kind of went there. She's so good. You're so good. So I keep you around. Yeah, yeah, but letting, I think that that perfectly embodies that to, you know, let go, especially the very end, to let Mm -hmm. go of the, well, that's kind of what we're talking about right now. All of that is very useful resource. It's funny. It was like singing the alphabet. Like I had to say (laughs) the beginning part to get to that part. (laughs) I was like, she's getting there. I can I feel it. She's going to pull that thread. Point. That's perfect. But yeah, letting go of that comparison of who we thought, who we were yesterday, who we thought we were going to be tomorrow and allowing ourselves to blossom into maybe it's something new. Maybe we're going to shed our winter coats and mm-hmm. we're going to put on a pair of yellow rain boots and mm-hmm. that's going to just transform the way we approach our day. Yeah, we were talking about letting a costume or a uniform uh, transform your personality or your mentality, but it can even be as small as, um, like you just said, yellow rain boots. That makes me think of an artist I love, Kelly Ray Roberts, who is uh, an incredible, She her whole thing is, is it possible? Learn to become a possibilitarian oh my gosh and I love it's that so great she even has a whole e-course on I think it's called wear yellow shoes or it's something about dressing for your happiness and and wearing something each day even if you do have to wear a uniform or something but giving yourself some flair <laughs> remember from office space uh, how many pieces of flair do you have you're supposed to have 15 pieces of flair mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like I have the minimum 15 he's like yeah well it's the minimum and 
We'd really like you to have more. We'd really like you to have more. What's that office space? Wasn't that some, what's that office space? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's. (gasps) Oh, that's right. I was imagining it being in the restaurant and I was like, wait, yes, that's why. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I put on my blue scrubs to go to work. Most um, hospitals I worked at, we've worn navy blue scrubs and normally you don't have to wear a particular style of shoe or sock. So I have some pretty brightly colored fun uh selection of shoes and socks to wear um some might also call those nerdy but (laughs) no yeah i'm gonna make myself stand out a little bit from some of those other drab from the drab uniform i shouldn't say i think all nurses that have to wear that you know kind of do that as much as they can yeah add a little bit of flair where maybe not all of them maybe just they put it on their nails maybe they get their nails done Mm -hmm. with that fun little color or some little extra sparkle that gives you uh, a bit of expression in an otherwise drab uh, mm-hmm. approach, which is unfortunately even taking us out of work context or anything, but we can really easily slip ourselves into a very drab routine, a regularity of thinking, uh, the same old, same old. And our mission here with this podcast is to give ourselves permission to jump outside the box and to be a little bit more imaginative with our day to allow for like kelly ray roberts says possibility possibility and i want to go back to that word that's the coolest i know i love I'm it pretty sure she invented it Possibilitarian. that's cool yeah and then you know tying that into our creative process um if we kind of allow ourselves a lot of the time when we go through our writing prompts we discuss putting yourself in the mind of the character what do they look like how old are they where do they live we've talked we've given you those prompts before and i think that becoming some of our different characters um playing those out whether you go to the renaissance festival dress up for a halloween uh, costume or just close your eyes and kind of imagine what it would be like to be in someone else's shoes can help us become more creative on our pa- with our pen and paper mhm that was so well said, though. Even I just love the way you tied that into that last part about imagining being in someone else's shoes. Oh, yellow that shoes? Was, yeah, yeah. Or ruby red ones. Ruby red shoes. Or blue suede. Yeah, so as we maybe let ourselves embody those characters or even entertain the idea of becoming expressive in some way. We might have a better chance of letting ourselves become expressive on our paper, at work, or in our canvas, wherever we translate this playful work to. Maybe we'll become more open-minded and more allowing of those possibilities in other areas. Mm -hmm. If we can do it for a moment, with our eyes closed and visualize, put it on the piece of paper. Who knows? You're going to be shedding skins and buying new shoes in no time. Your closet is going to be so full of new colorful items. Or your maybe significant other is going to be thrilled at your new purchases. You might be um, deciding, <laughs> I'm too colorful. I really need to, to tone it down. Maybe like you're going in the opposite way and that's you know, whatever you are. We don't want you to feel like either way is better or worse. You are the up. It's I up to like the- to dress like a rainbow. <laughs> anyway, we're still on topic. I think that um, we're so on topic that we've covered our topic and mm-hmm. we should write some stories. And speaking of that, we're going to introduce our writer's toolbox, 
by Jamie Cat Callen. This is a amazing tool resource. resource we've been working with these past 12 weeks. Helping us tap into the right side of the brain. Giving us permission to take our imaginations outside of the box, even though we're using a box. Mm, so deep. So profound. So for this week's writing exercise, we will be using the wheels from previously mentioned toolbox. Mm -hmm. These wheels are designed to give you a totally random set of clues, I like to call them. You have a protagonist clue who's your main character. Your protagonist might have a, a goal in mind, and that's one of the wheels. Your other wheel is obstacle. And that whatever obstacle this protagonist will have in the attempt to reach their goal and then their action. What will they do to overcome that? And that might be how you use them or you might just use all the clues in some completely random way. Mm -hmm. With this type of exercise, we'll read them all at once and then we'll set a timer for like nine to ten minutes and write, mm -hmm. write, write. And unlike some of the other prompts we do, we often give ourselves about a minute after reading all four before we start writing. Um, and that's what Jamie Cat Callen recommends um, in her little handbook that comes with this game. And particularly thinking about the protagonist, like I had mentioned earlier, uh, what they're wearing, what year is it? You know, just imagine this character in all of their ways as if you were going to put them on and wear them out to the mm -hmm. Renaissance Festival this week. <laughs> It's a funny way of looking at it. Now I'm really excited. <laughs> so we'll give you all four, and then you can pause us, set your timer for 10 minutes, get your pen and paper ready um, if you would like to participate. Otherwise, it'll seem like an instant. We'll come right back, and we're going to share our stories that we write with you. They were written right here, right now, by the way. Okay. Our protagonist is Liz, who reviews books. Her obstacle, or an obstacle is the barista at Starbucks. Her goal is to be the strongest. And her action is she buys a new wardrobe. Okay, so we have Liz who reviews books, has uh, wants to be the strongest, but unfortunately there's that dang barista at Starbucks and someone's going to buy a new wardrobe. We'll see you back in 10 minutes or an instant, however you're playing it. See you then. How'd it go? Well, that was a fun wheel. I was looking at the wheels like, I cannot figure out how to put wardrobe in there. And then I just started writing and I worked it out. So I felt like it was kind of, once I pinned it, it was kind of perfect for our discussion. I, I do feel like I keep, <laughs> our discussions keep forming my story. And I actually tried to fight it. And I like, I couldn't, with the wardrobe, I like, I couldn't get yeah, around no it this way. time. You're going to transform yeah. yourself. We might have done that. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Okay. I was sitting at Starbucks, setting up my workstation, minding my own business, when a young barista came up and asked me what class I was studying for. I chuckled as I corrected her, telling her about my corporate job as a book reviewer for Penguin Books. She blushed and mentioned she was just guessing because of my tie-dye shirt and Converse. I looked like a college kid. Ha! Huh. Liz, grande vanilla latte, ready at the bar. As I went to grab my drink, I couldn't get her comment out of my head. 
I regarded myself as one of the toughest reviewers at our office. My boss recently said I was on my way to becoming partner, but still needed time to become their strongest asset. Maybe they just weren't taking me seriously enough. Perhaps I did take advantage of their relaxed dress code. Would that really influence their perspective of me, though? Maybe that barista was onto something. If I'm dressed like a college kid, maybe they still see a college kid. And who would make a college kid partner? I was starting to see what I needed to do. Operation Makeover. I needed a total transformation to convince the higher-ups that I was the strongest boss babe for their position. I headed straight for the mall. It was time to dress this caterpillar up like a butterfly. (laughs) Your last line just did the whole story for me. (laughs) I told you after I wrote it, that last line is total cheese. Oh, man. That's great. (laughs) Thanks, friend. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. Yay. What you got for me? Here we go. She checked her account for the upteenth time today. Only five more likes. She sighed to herself, feeling resigned. Liz had been reviewing books on Amazon since Amazon sold only books. She had the strongest book reviewing profile out there. She had been born with a gift of speed reading. She'd read more books by the time she was 12 than most people had read in a lifetime. Not only that, Liz was extraordinarily opinionating, opinionated, making her perfect for her job. She'd reviewed over 3,000 books to date, no small feat, and was very proud of herself. All that changed when at Starbucks Slinger 24 started popping up. <laughs> Liz was completely blindsided when this new reviewer started getting more likes on some of her best reviews. Liz was fuming. How could this be? She started stalking the Starbucks girl's profile. Her name was Lexis, and she couldn't have been more than 25. She was stylish, young, and Liz was jealous. When reading books is your hobby, keeping up with your appearance is just not that on top of the priority list. Until now, Liz thought grimly. She knew she was pretty attractive. She just didn't care to put in the work. Why change out of sweatsuits if that's what makes you comfortable? Well, if Lexus was getting all this attention, Liz decided it was time to step up her game. She opened the browser in her computer, went over to Amazon, and typed women's apparel into the search bar. (laughs) If she wanted her profile to stay the strongest, it was time for a makeover. That's my favorite story you've written yet. That was so good. I loved it. Of all the stories, laugh like five times. Also, I think side note of our history, Katie and I actually love reading out loud on car rides, um, Amazon book reviews. Specifically, my favorite to read are the one star reviews. I love reading why people think a book should deserve one star, and they will write sometimes seven paragraphs about how horrible the book was, and then they'll reveal that they only read like the first chapter. They're so highly entertaining if you need a time waster. And speaking of characters, we'll often put on this like, if I were the person writing this review, how do I sound? And you know, and you you get this very, um, very critical voice going on and you read the review in your new persona and you imagine yourself with seven cats um, (laughs) and you've just drank your fifth cup of coffee for the day and you are so upset at this person. I didn't, I just didn't appreciate the amount of spaces that they had between the lines, the typeface and the spaces. It was just made me feel really uncomfortable on the page. (laughs) 
They are hysterical. So go on over, especially to like go to your favorite book and click on the one star review and you can really laugh at that. That'll be great. So good. Yeah. So those were our stories and we actually have a story share. From our previous episode, our great friend Nikki Hollingsworth sent us a Texas sent us a story that she wrote using what prompts? Okay, this is from the last time we did the wheels. So she had the protagonist that Lori, the famous actress, uh, wanted to be wild and free. There was also Don the jailbird getting in her way, and there was some special training involved. Okay, so we're gonna read this. Here we go from Nikki. It was a normal day for Lori Whitaker. Well, as normal as life can be as a starlet living in Hollywood, she woke up at 4 a.m. to work out for two hours before being airlifted by helicopter to the set in Burbank. When she arrived on set, everyone was outside and the assistant ran up to Lori and informed her of a bomb threat. He suggested Lori leave immediately because she was the lead and they were paying her millions. Lori was frightened and ran back to her helicopter. As soon as she turned around, she was catapulted 20 feet. When she got her bearings, she was faced with her rescuer, the intern assistant, Don. Don had a rep for just coming out of prison, but Lori was so glad to see him, though she barely noticed him before he safely lifted her into her helicopter. They lifted off immediately. Once back on solid ground, dot, dot, dot. She's going to fall in love with Don. There might be a fling. You never know. Do-da. Do-da. <laughs> Do-don. Do-don. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, Nikki. That was a great story, and we are interested to see what develops. I really loved your uh, character names. Giving I never give my characters last names. So when I read that, I was like, man, that's a... Why? Why don't I give them a last name? It really does. Whitaker, you know, it kind of just changes that and takes it that next step, I think, in the character building process. Transforming into the thing. Yeah. So maybe you wrote a story based off today's wheels, or perhaps you have one from one of our previous episodes. If you wanted to send that to us, it would be to katieandmoni at gmail.com. You could also uh, send us things via direct message on Facebook or Instagram. We are searchable there. Um, also, please, if you're enjoying us, like us, rate us, review us. Yes, if you could go over to wherever you're listening. iTunes is a big one. Review Reviews are really big for iTunes. Apparently, it's kind of a thing. So if you were able to... Get on over and click on some stars for old KT and Moni. We would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, show us the love. Share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye.